Hi, I'm Ken Kessler, and welcome to the Sounds of Christmas podcast. If you're new to this podcast, I want to start by saying thanks for joining us. If you're not new, welcome back. Either way, I'm glad you're here. Now, to avoid any confusion, I want to start off by saying there won't be any music played here. This is a place for conversation. I'll talk about Christmas music and some related topics, sometimes by myself and sometimes with guests. If you're looking for music, just go to soundsofchristmas.com and click on the tree or the player on the front page or on the Listen Now page. We play the best variety of Christmas music all year long. Well, except in October, when we play the best variety of Halloween music. And this is our last podcast episode that directly ties to Halloween, obviously, given that it's being released on October 31st. But it's also a good tie-in to not only Christmas, but also Thanksgiving. And to explain what I mean by that, I'd like to introduce you to somebody who's behind the album, A Thankfully Spooktacular Christmas. Singer and songwriter Adila is our guest today. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having me, Ken. Is that how you prefer to be introduced as a singer and songwriter? Or do you like pop singer or rap singer or all of the above? Well, I'm a singer, rapper, songwriter, so we can do the all of the above box. Okay, (laughs) good enough. I was reading this thing on SongTrust about you, and I love that you list Tupac and Frank Sinatra among the artists that inspire you. I think so many people like to put artists in uh, in some kind of a box when the truth is everybody likes different kinds of music. So yes. Was this mix of music, artists, and styles, was it parental influence, your friend's influence, your own discoveries, or some of everything? I think my own discoveries, you know, um, if you kind of look at both artists, Tupac and Frank Sinatra, there's, they've made such classic music that has stood the test of time. So you're going to come across them. And when you hear their music, it gives you a certain feeling inside each artist. And I think, you know, just through the love, my love for music and discovery, that's kind of where that came from. You've released a lot of music over the last 10 years or so, singles and albums. You picked up a gold record for writing Made It From Nothing on Meek Mill's uh, Wins and Losses album. And while charts aren't nearly as important as they used to be, having your own songs and EPs hit the top 30 in iTunes must have felt pretty good. Incredible. Incredible. Especially because it was independent. So I didn't have a label or a big machine behind me. So it, it... I was on cloud nine. I think I told everybody I saw, oh my God, you're not going to believe this. I love that you have done so much in such a wide variety of um, genres and working with different artists and having all these collaborations and everything. And I want to get to the holiday album, which is even one step further. But first, I have to ask you about the hockey song. You wrote (laughs) and recorded an official Stanley Cup song. Was that last year? It was this year. This year. Okay. Yeah. How did that come about? How did you get connected to the NHL or did they come to you? They actually came to me. I had written the song Champion and they heard it and they were like, we'd love to use this for our official Stanley Cup song. And it was the coolest experience to be able to go to New York and shoot on the ice and experience the NHL's like uh, main headquarters and just be a part of that. I think it's To be linked to a legacy like the NHL is just, you know, unfathomable, but the coolest experience ever. 
you've posted videos about the industry and your goals and everything. But when you started out singing and recording music, did you ever have, you know, somewhere in uh, in the distance that you'd be on the ice recording a song for the Stanley <laughs> Cup? No, because I can't even ice skate. So <laughs> I was like, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to commit to this, you know, and it, it's so incredible when you can be a part of something like a sports anthem, you know, that's like just next yeah. level. And to be able to wear the jersey that said NHL on it and have the live drum line on the ice behind me, I, I, it's, I did never, ever, ever thought that was a possibility. Yeah, it just it just seems amazing. And I, you know, I don't want to say anything bad about the NHL. Was there another sport that you might have had an eye on for that song? No, I you know, I say that um, champions, one of those records like my sport is music. So when I approach records like that, I'm kind of speaking from like, how do I win my sport, which is music? And I think it it translates really well. And I've had some other songs go to ESPN for the WNBA. So, you know, I like to think that I make champion music and, you know, inspire in that way. Champion music maker that could go into your into your title along with rap singer songwriter. <laughs> Wait, right. I'll add it. <laughs> OK, let's talk about All Star Kid. Yes. Earlier this month. And if you're listening to this later, I'm talking about October 2022. All-Star Kid, if you don't know, they're a, a, a relatively new children's brand. They make educational content, music, books, live events, videos for children. Uh, some of it is for learning and some of it's just for fun. And they released an album earlier in October called A Thankfully Spooktacular Christmas. And this is broken up, it, it kind of broken up into three parts on this album. As the title implies, there are songs for Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. And you sing a Halloween song called Spooky. That's not yes. the, the old song that a lot of people know with that same title. This is a new one that you wrote and arranged. In fact, I was looking at the information and you wrote or co-wrote most of the songs in this album. I, I, I did. I collaborated on a lot of the songs. Dennis McKinley, who's the owner of the brand, he had come to me and he said he had this, you know, has this brand all-star kid and do I want to be involved? And it was a no-brainer. The branding was amazing. The kids are adorable. He was already on this, like, great path. And musically, I was like, I'm in. Like, what do we need to do? And then he had this crazy idea of, like, this mashup holiday scenario. So we spent the summer just collaborating with different producers, writers, artists, like a team of people, and just started making these records. And it turned out to be so fun. You know, we weren't trying to reinvent the wheel necessarily, but we wanted to put our own spin on these songs and just kind of keep those fun holiday elements in while creating something of our own that, you know, our brand could say, well, these are our songs. Now, I, I had mentioned that, you know, how people like to put artists in boxes and in specific categories and you've shown that you like and are comfortable in lots of different genres but holiday music geared to kids seems like a completely different kind <laughs> of thing how big a challenge was this how different from what you usually write you know it was just so fun for me that it wasn't a big challenge 
as far as recording and writing, it's just like going into that, you know, when you write music for adults, let's say, or commercial music, you're thinking like so deeply about like, does this make sense? Does this sound cool? Like, how is this going to be perceived? But with the kids music, Dennis was kind of the guy that picked out all the great beats. Like he picked out the music and was like, here you go. And so that's half the battle is getting this great production for kids. And then once hearing the songs, it just came naturally. Like you could hear the little, you know, unspooky. It was like, you heard the Halloween fun in that. So it's like, let's talk about everything Halloween on here. You know, it could be kooky, wild, crazy, and we're just going to have fun. There's no rules. You know, the Sounds of Christmas station, we play Christmas music 11 months of the year and Halloween stuff in October. And so I get lots of music, but I can't remember a release that had Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas all rolled into one. The closest thing is probably Nightmare Before Christmas that sort of tries to straddle the line of Halloween and Christmas. Mm -hmm. I think this is terrific because those three things, especially when you're a kid, boom, boom, boom. That's, you know, that's that's the most one exciting after, time yeah. of the year. Yeah. yeah, that's the most exciting time of the year. It was was that the plan for this all along to tie those together? Do you know? That was uh, Dennis's plan from you know the jump on this album, and it's kind of genius when you think about it, like you just mentioned. And having to, what's fun about this project is like we almost start new every month as far as you know being able to promote it and do creative content on it because. Now we're nearing the end of Halloween and it's starting to really pick up. The spooky song is starting to really pick up. People are doing dances to it, which is really great. And then as we go into November, we have two Thanksgiving songs. And then as we go into Christmas, we've got five Christmas songs. So it's like one project, but we're starting new every month. Yeah. And there's something for, and and literally something for everybody yeah. uh, there. There aren't a lot of Thanksgiving songs to start with. And then if you're looking for Thanksgiving songs for kids, that that niche gets really tiny. So tiny, it's great yeah. that that's included on this. And we have a terrific song on there called Love Ingredients. And it's just the best song to play if you're baking with your kids or prepping Thanksgiving dinner, just like some of those traditions. Like we really wanted to be able to provide the soundtrack for those special moments. Yeah, I think, and and I may be guilty of this also, but the Thanksgiving sort of gets lost in the shuffle because as soon as Halloween is over, yes. bam, Christmas everywhere. I know. And, <laughs> I mean, I start the new season of The Sounds of Christmas on November 1st every year, but I always say that I understand everybody is not ready for Christmas music on the 1st of November. I get that. So when you are, we're here and we're playing it for you, but it's okay that you're still, you still have leftover Halloween candy and you've got Thanksgiving <laughs> stuff to plan and do. I get that. And I think, I think a lot of people, I don't know if it, you miss it or you just get so bombarded with the Christmas stuff that there isn't Thanksgiving stuff and kids miss out on that. And I think this is terrific that there's a couple songs for kids about Thanksgiving so that doesn't get lost. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, it's a, you know, I we want to take our time and we want to concentrate on each holiday, but we do love Christmas. So we're so excited that we are doing this podcast with you and you're introducing your fan base to these 
new Christmas songs that are coming. We're really excited about those because I feel like we kept the spirit of Christmas on these records, and but they're fresh and new. Yeah. And it's, it's just like the Halloween songs uh, that are on a thankfully spooktacular Christmas. The Christmas songs are fun. They're not over your kids' heads, but they're not dumbed down either. Um, right. I, and I, I think it's great. It's it's some fun stuff for each of the holidays. Having been a part of this, does this make you think that you'd like to make some holiday music of your own? Well, I think just being part of the All-Star Kid brand, it is my own um, as far as like all of us that are part of it. We really do take pride in the fact that we created this music together. So I, I'd love to do another holiday project with All-Star Kid. And I think we're going to continue just, you know, kind of doing these thematic albums. Um, the next one we're thinking about is a nursery rhyme project. So, you know, just kind of staying in with the kids and what they're doing and what's cool for them. Were you involved with All-Star Kid before this project? Yes. Okay. So we were, we've been right. I've been writing. I have shout out to Frankie Bell, Alondra Rich. There's so many people. There's James, there's Styles, there's Rick. There's so many people uh, a part of this. And we've been writing and, you know, we thought, Dennis thought, hey, this is the perfect way to really end the year and just start this journey with this three-part mashup album. I was in uh, traditional radio on morning shows for a long time and a lot of family-friendly shows, and I'm still connected to people um, that do those. And I see from time to time people mention the previous All-Star Kid collection and how great it is, and listener commenting how great it is to help kids with learning and making mm -hmm. it fun. You know, it's not copying Sesame Street, but it's sort of that sort of mentality of of making learning fun yeah and that's what the the previous music and really that's what the thankfully spectacular christmas is yeah so the previous album for sure we had it was definitely that edutainment vibe like we wanted to teach kids concepts and just kind of put in a fun way and then for this project we're like we're having fun all the way <laughs> you know like we're just going for it and then we'll be back to, you know, we want to mix it up. We want the kids to be able to find the fun and also learn something and, you know, find find their favorite character in our bunch of kids, too, because we, we have our seven kids and I feel like there's a kid everyone can relate to. So that's fun as well. Because I'm new to All-Star Kid, my kids are, are 30 now, so... Not that they wouldn't find fun in this, but it's not <laughs> it's not targeting them. Not their thing. Right. So are are you familiar enough to to go through the different kids that make up All Star Kid? Yeah. So we have Zoe the zookeeper. And her favorite um her favorite thing is obviously taking care of animals. Zoe was born in Zimbabwe. Um, then we've got Penelope, who's the pediatrician, and her superpower is healing. So if an all-star kid has a scraper bruise, you know, she's there to help put a Band-Aid on them. We have Antonio, whose power is a super athlete. So his thing is sports. He loves every sport. Sammy is a software engineer. So he codes, which is really important to kind of teach kids, like, all this technology that you're on 
you know, it comes from somewhere and we want to work that into the narrative with Sammy. We have Mike, the mathematician. He's really good at math. He loves numbers. We have Tasha. She's a traveler. So she goes all over the world. And that's how we're going to infuse like different cultures and different types of people. And just we want to include the world. We want to be inclusive. And last but not least, we have Eric and he's the entrepreneur. And so we want to teach kids about business and, you know, how to be financially successful and with their money starting early. So even on the first project, we had a song called Piggy Bank. And it was super fun, but we were kind of saying like, it, you know, the hook was change, change in my piggy bank. But we were talking about like how you can earn that little bit of extra money doing chores around the house. And then like, hey, why don't we save our money and like put it into our piggy bank. So now we're at a stage where we're going to start introducing all these kids and their superpowers and their hobbies and their talents. Wow, that, that's amazing. And I, I gotta tell you, I kind of wish this was around when I was a kid. I could have used some of that. Because <laughs> uh, really, a lot of the stuff that is aimed for kids is silly and it's fun, but there's no there there. You know, it's, I don't want to pick on, I don't want to name anything because I don't want it to sound like I'm picking on something. But it, it, there isn't, there isn't like lear the learning's not infused with the fun. It's right. Like, it's like kids are taught at an early age that those two things are separate and you mm. go to school and that's not fun. You have to learn and then you can come home and you can play and that those two things are different. And I think connecting them, I, I think that's just wonderful. And I our would... kids are all multicultural, which is so great, you know, because growing up, I felt like I didn't get to see a lot of kids that were that looked like me. So with the kids being multicultural and having all kinds of different interests and hobbies, we know that other kids are going to look at our characters and say, well, you know what? I can relate to Zoe because I love animals or I can relate to Sammy because I want to be a coder one day or, you know, and develop video games or make a great app or whatever it is. So we just try to include all of those things in each of our characters. And it seems like such a simple, obvious thing, but it's so important that a, a child can watch one of these videos and go, hey, they look like me. Mm -hmm. I could do that. Yeah. That's, that's so important. I think that's just, I think that's terrific. What's next for you? Is, is it more work with All-Star Kid or do you have some projects of your own coming up? So I, mean, I, I do have um, a few syncs coming, really great syncs. I can't talk about it, but if you follow me on Instagram, I do post about them. Some really terrific projects that I'm working on as an artist with different brands and companies, but I'm an all-star kid. So you're going to hear from me and see me on hopefully all of the all-star kid projects. You mentioned Instagram. Is that the best way for people to connect with you or are there... I know you're all over the place, but what's the best way, do you think? So, yeah, you can connect with me at adilamusic.com. And as you mentioned, a thankfully spooktacular Christmas is everywhere where you can stream and download music and you can find out more about that project as well as the previous one we were talking about, their other music and everything that's coming up at allstarkid.com. I believe All Star Kid also has a YouTube channel. 
Yes. And we drop videos constantly. So we're going to have a couple videos for our Thanksgiving songs along with content that goes along with the holiday. And then your favorite holiday, Ken, Christmas. Yes. We're going to have music videos for all of them and Christmas content and just Christmas crafts. And we're going to get into that mode. So if everybody loves the holidays as much as obviously you and I do, it'd be great to follow All Star Kid on their YouTube and their Instagram so you can just be a part of it. Terrific. Thank you so much for spending some time with us today and talking about this. This was terrific. Thank you for having me, Ken. This was really, really fun. And thank you so much for listening and for continuing to support the Sounds of Christmas Station and podcast. Station is still on, of course. And since I'm recording this in October, it's still the sounds of Halloween. I'm playing lots of spooky songs for the current season, like some of the songs we talked about in this episode. All of that while I'm adding new music and getting ready for the new season of The Sounds of Christmas, which starts on November 1st. If you'd like to check out The Sounds of Halloween, just head on over to soundsofchristmas.com and click on the tree or the player on the front page or on the Listen Now page. You can also grab our app in the Google Play Store and take the music with you wherever you go. And as far as this podcast goes, we're now on over 30 podcasting sites. So if you didn't find us on your favorite today, just search for The Sounds of Christmas next time you go there and I'm pretty sure you'll see our tree. Then you can subscribe, and you'll never miss another episode. If you have comments or suggestions on this episode, previous episodes, the sounds of Christmas station, the sounds of Halloween, or the standard station, feel free to reach out to me on social media or through the website. Thanks again, and may you always believe in Santa Claus.